Hi. Everything John and Dean Solomon know, they learn from their father in homeschool. They move a little fast. They seem a little slow. When it comes to women, they have a hard time <laughs> getting it. You ever like to go out for drinks, unwind after a long day? No. Nor do I. everyone and welcome to a please make this mini so my name is hobert and i'm a brother hello and my name is andy and i am also a brother yes to each other yes definitely yeah yeah uh, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of brothers on brothers this is a mini series where we watch a movie about brothers and then we review it not only on its merits as a film but also on its portrayal of brothers Yes. <laughs> and tonight, well, you introduced this one. You picked it out. Uh, yes. Today, we are doing Brothers Solomon, a game, a uh, movie that I found by uh, searching for movies that have the word brothers in it. Yes, you did. <laughs> that, was, that was the criteria that we used this time. We had a couple. We, we, there's a lot of movies with brothers in the there title. There is. But I'm glad, you know, you, we picked this one based, you picked it, but because we both had not seen it. Yes, definitely. and it's from 2007. Uh, I was, uh, I, I really, I came in cold, uh, and I didn't. I totally forgot that this was a movie directed by Bob Odenkirk. It's got Will Arnett and Will Forte. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's um, yeah, it, it's a little sleeper <laughs> of a comedy. Uh, yeah, I guess we should start talking about it. Uh, it was uh, critically panned. It was a box office bomb. And I believe it. To give my overview on how I feel about this movie, I will just say. I understand why it didn't connect with audiences. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed a lot of the jokes and thought it was a funny movie, but I can definitely see yes. why other people might not have liked it if you're not a fan of Will Forte, who wrote the screenplays, a uh, very specific brand of comedy, uh, in Bob's the comedy, and all, you know, I, I get it. Yeah. And it was not great. You want to start us off, uh, talk about what it's about? Uh, well, it is about uh, these two very close brothers who... Uh, Will live... Forte and Will Arnett. Yes. And they live with their father, uh, who has been uh, now knocked down by a fierce illness. <laughs> That's never justified. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, da the dad is played by Lee Majors, who collected a, uh, a great paycheck for just be <laughs> being unconscious for 90% of the movie's runtime. Yes. Saying uh, about six words. Yeah, well, it's Lee Majors, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, he was like, yeah, listen, you want Grandpa to lay in this bed? I'll do it. But <laughs> I'm not acting in this one. But basically, to fulfill their father's wishes and to hopefully lift him out of the coma with good news, they've decided to uh, bring him a grandchild. Yeah, yeah. They really they really misinterpret something that they are told. I guess, you know, uh, to understand this movie, I think we have to talk about these characters. So please describe to me what Dean and John... Uh, Solomon are like Dean and John Solomon. They are um, kind of like the epitome of like hyperactive homeschoolers that never quite broke out of that cycle. <laughs> no, that's yeah, you're right. You're right. They're um, pretty insufferable. <laughs> for the vast bulk of the duration of this film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because like it's now you know they're kind of like the man children thing. 
you know, we also talked almost about watching Step Brothers, though we did rule that that doesn't count. It's yeah. a brother's movie. True. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, um, uh, I mean, they're kind of like those guys, but they like, are also like, kind like they like, but they like swear, but not like in like the way the stepbrothers guys swear, like they're like 13 year olds. Like they swear like normal dudes and they like get drunk and they're like really, really horny and obnoxious to women. But then they're also like little kids sometimes. Like they're very naive and dumb. So it's a, it, it, they kind of fluctuate in tone a lot in a way that I think was a little, weird <laughs> they go back and forth between being like middle school boy level of like well, they over the top sexuality and then being like i'm three yeah yeah well no it's it, to me it was like sometimes they're like horny creeps and then sometimes they like in the scene where they get distracted because um in a non-speaking role bill Hader goes by in a recumbent bike and they that. get distracted by how cool the recumbent bike looks <laughs> so it's like you know that level and then the next one he's like trying to like seduce Mer- uh mainly Al- Al- ackerman uh his next door neighbor uh by being just like super uh super aggressive Yes. <laughs> so you know it's a it's a the, and then the you know uh, uh to pick up the plot so they their uh, dad goes into a coma they want to have a grandkid so they embark on pestering women to sleep with them uh and then they finally resolve to just like go on craigslist and find someone to do a surrogate child with uh who's played by Kristen wig whose main thing is that she is a woman in this movie <laughs> Yes. And she does woman things like having babies. And she has a boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend played by Chai McBride, whose thing is he's a big black guy. Uh, and, and that's them. And that's them. That's the characters. And uh, and, and there's also, yeah, the bad uh, the neighbor who is kind of um, eventually made up to be like uh, the villain of the movie by, because she won't have sex with Will Arnett. <laughs> that, she's, that she's like, she sucks. Yeah, because uh, uh, you know she won't just let this weirdo uh, take her on a date, and when Kristen Wiig almost doesn't wants to keep the baby, then they convince her that they should all be like a kind of a family, and then at the end of the movie they all they show the baby to the grandpa and he comes back to life, and then they have a baby proofing store, and he's just completely fine with that. Yeah, does not raise an eyebrow. Oh, I have a grandchild. There's four parents yeah well and also the joke sure. at the end too is that like the baby comes out and the baby is clearly chai mcbride bride's kid uh and uh then they don't really seem to notice or realize or care uh and which you know that's fine uh it's a funny it's a it's a gag that's a gag uh i guess the thing that i want to most talk about this movie because like i you know you know you didn't like it at all do you want to give your review first i i thought that it really does grow on you and that the ending kind of switches to this, it's a charmingly out-of-nowhere sweet tone where everyone just kind of gets really gentle for the last 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, have the exact opposite opinion. I started out liking this movie, and then I did not like how cloyingly sweet it got at the end. Like, I liked the, uh, There were some gags I genuinely liked. The, the, the whole bit at the very beginning that opened up with a very strong gag where they find out their dad is it, 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 sick and in the hospital. So they race to get there, but they've also gotten a answering machine message that they have been uh, uh, they have a late charge at a rental store that they say they don't have, so they go to dispute the charge. They get it successfully disputed, and then they get a free rental for a movie which they stop to pick out and they arrive at the hospital and the doctor says oh your father just slipped into a coma actually it was about 10 minutes ago well 
I'd say more like six or seven minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, if you had been here like any sooner, you would have gotten to talk to him. Oh. I really like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, it was like, I don't know. To me, I felt like the, the shift in the character, like the characters were, you know, girl who has baby, Chai McBride, and um, uh, the brothers, and they don't seem to like each other, and they don't seem to have any reason to like each other. And then suddenly there's like one scene where Kristen Wiig's like, you know, they're actually really great guys. Yeah. It's, we're did that come from it and uh i i kind of feel like i understand why the movie did that like the the thing about this movie i kind of walked away with was like a i wish we had small ensemble comedies again uh a little cheap you know they don't make movies like that anymore which is a real shame it's always fun to see one uh it was plenty funny for me uh and um but like it seemed like everyone really was having a good time and everyone liked everybody on the set yeah it's I like agree at, with that. The, at the end they had that scene where they've now they have gotten the idea to get a uh plane pull a message behind it to alert Kristen Wiig's character that they wanted to talk to her and they're sorry, blah, blah, blah. And they end up writing like a message that is like a mile long and is like stupidly long and everyone's looking to the sky and you see the entire cast, all everyone who's been in the movie before this moment. Oh, oh yeah, down to the very extra. <laughs> yeah, down to an extra comes back just to like look up and read part of the message out loud. And I was like, boy, this movie loves its cast. Like this goes on way too long. It's not necessary, but it's like, it's like, oh, Everyone's just having a good time on the set of Brother Solomon, you know? This was a really fun movie to work on, I bet. It really was. I mean, it even ends with bloopers. I mean, when a movie ends with bloopers, you know, they're trying to, to sell you on the fact that they had a great time making it. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. And there really were many very shining, funny moments. There were also, I'd say, a solid five or so minutes that were too embarrassing for me to watch, and I had to close my eyes. What part were that? <laughs> Most of the dates. Yeah, the dates, those were... Oof. Sat pretty heavy. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. The one hinges on a uh, fat joke that really doesn't land even close to the mark. And, um, yeah, the other one just kind of seems like... It just makes Will Arnett's character look like a really sleazy guy. He's definitely the less lovable of the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's also like the, the way that the Will, Will Arnett and Will Forte play these characters are, they make the weirdest facial expressions. <sighs> the faces. Like, it's it really <laughs> is like, it's almost like a, when you see like a painting of someone trying to make someone smile on a, an AI, it's like, there's like an uncanniness to it to the point where I really thought the movie was going to have some sort of twist that they were like psychopaths. Like, there's something like wrong with them because they don't smile like humans. No. <laughs> they they do that smile that you do to your friend when you're trying to make him laugh in a very serious part of the lecture of your history class. Yeah. Just this very wide-eyed, toothy... Yeah, just like manic, very <laughs> weird, which they do for actually for the titles, which I... Again, if the movie had remained that jarringly weird, I would have really, really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> because I just thought, I don't know, it was just like, it was like, boy, I was like, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing a movie about two guys this off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> but no, at the end, we gotta make them... Everyone loves them, they're two precious angel babies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another great line of the movie was uh, Bob Odenkirk as an adoption agent when they try to adopt a kid has a picture of his kid making a funny face and they all assume that the kid the brothers assume that the kid has Bell's palsy and his yes. face is paralyzed like oh we're so sorry about your son and like treating him like, like he's like really sick and Bob Odenkirk's like no he's just clowning for the camera and Will Arnett very solemnly says God's favorite little clown. <laughs> 
That line really got a laugh out of me. They really were a great fit for this movie. It, it, uh, I don't know. I just wish it had been aggressively weird the whole time. I mean, I know, again, why this movie didn't do well was because the parts were all way too aggressively weird for, I'd say, anyone wanting to go see a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't know. It isn't very good, but... It makes me miss movies like that. I, I don't know if you know this, uh, uh, but uh, every morning uh, when I wake up, it's like I'm starting to that song. Every morning <laughs> uh, when I wake up, I, uh, for before work, I have been watching movie comedy movies from the aughts that I have missed for some, whatever reason. Probably because that was the midst of going to college and me beginning, becoming really pretentious. Uh, and uh, um, this is not a, a, this was not a good movie, but it's way better than a lot of those are on retrospect. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some movies from the early 2000s that I really genuinely fucking hated. And I did not hate this. I could just, it just wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh way more. I, so one I just recently watched was Master of Disguise, the infamous Dana Carvey bomb. Oh, yes. Holy shit. That movie is worse than I, I had ever expected it to be. I, I walked away from it liking Dana Carvey less. Oh. Like, I was like, I he deserves to have not had a film career after that. That fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Awful movie, terrible jokes, mean spirit, bizarre performances. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. <laughs> Ugh. But we're not here talking about yes. that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting really mad. <laughs> there was a lot actually there in this one, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fine. You know? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. The Shining moments... We're good enough. Yeah. You just wish it had been a little sweetie pie cutesy poo the whole time. I was just so ready for them to get better somehow. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there needs to be some sort of... Uh, they never reckoned with why they act the way they act or anything. They didn't really grow. They just found... They did, the film just found a reason to make people like them. <laughs> I think they learned to tone it down just enough. No, they did To be acceptable. The last scene they're talking about putting a baby a bungee cord around a baby's neck so it doesn't fall off a roof, but also take it off so they don't hang. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. It's like, yeah, this movie's ending with hanging a baby joke. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, it was good, but it was good. It was like, I wish they made movies like this. I wish they yeah. took chances on comedies um, and had fun ensemble comedies where you can tell everyone's having such a blast that there's like 10 minutes of bloopers after the film. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the film part of this review, right? We've reviewed yeah. the film. I think we've succeeded. Through good. We both, we disagree on why it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we do agree not our favorite not that it sucks not that it sucks that's not fair but like that it wasn't a fully successful comedy film for us it has some drawbacks i wish it had been weirder you wish it had been a hallmark card with puppies on it i don't need that specifically (laughs) but you know i like a little smile at the end there for me you wish the movie had ended with them looking into the camera and saying andy we love you (laughs) i want someone to be loved (laughs) Uh, i I was hoping they would like have to go to jail or return to the north pole where they were raised for some oh yeah Yeah. Uh, as a fun explainer of why they were so they also never explained fully what happened to the mom which i thought was going to be some sort of punchline yeah. There's good referencing. I was like, oh, her grisly death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how happen. formative it was, but yeah. we never touched on it. No, maybe that was cut out. Maybe it was too dark. It was like that Lee Majors killed her. Yeah. <laughs> so that he could raise his perfect robot boys. 
Um, also, they've been robots or aliens at the end. I would have not been surprised because they seem very sciencey. And the first they're bit, very they're yeah. they're polar scientists. I mean, they lived in the Arctic. They're doing core samples. Mm-hmm. Which sure, why not? I mean, yeah. I, that, again, that was the shit I liked. That their job was they microwave a core sample for a little bit, measure the water, and then call someone and say the water's good. And that's their work. That's the only scene of them working in the movie. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. <laughs> and they uh, seem to have pretty solid income. They're buying some yeah, stuff. They were, yeah, they got a mile-long banner. They paid $12,000 for Kristen Wiig to not to have their kid. Uh, uh, and she was all, all super on board with it, so on board with it that she couldn't she couldn't bear to give away the baby because that was her job was baby. And her personality was I. Oh, she also worked at a kid's restaurant was yeah. in one scene. Um, uh not fully utilized part Kristen Wiig in this movie. No. no, I don't think you could say that. Uh, Will Arnett and Will Forte were well used. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I feel good. I think we just we discussed it. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we can check. Go ahead. We both agree. We're pulling the levers. <laughs> and a sign is illuminating that says, okay. Disgust. <laughs> movie is okay. <laughs> uh, not the worst. Uh, okay, so we've rated the movie. Now let's talk about the brothers. The brothers Solomon. Dean and John. Would you rather rate it on them? What do you think? If there's anything I can give these two, is that they are definitely just like purified essence of brothers. Yeah, like a, like a brother's distillation. Yeah, no, no, no. It is definitely. Um, it's uh, I, the, their relationship is very funny. It's um, you know them and then them interacting with people is obnoxious, but them interacting with each other was always fun. It was like because like basically whatever Will Arnett says, Bill Forte immediately agrees with and then thanks him for telling him. Yeah. <laughs> He's always like, "You always are making me a better person. You're just lifting me up every single <laughs> thanks, time you speak." Thanks for thanks for teaching me again. <laughs> yeah. I really like that. Uh, and then they have they have only one like major disagreement in, in the movie where they briefly break up. And <laughs> Will Arnett goes and lives in a car briefly while Will Forte burns all of his stuff. His clothes, yeah. his things from high school, just somewhere in a yard after he gets drunk off of tequila. <laughs> and then he, and then they uh, and then they immediately make up, which I also really liked. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they are both equally stupid. I don't know. I mean, they're. I don't know. I don't. I don't have too many notes in the brother Solomon. I kind of like them. Yeah, no, they're, I, they're, they're but until as long as they're off-puttingly weird, which I have to say, they remain the entire movie. Just suddenly, the other characters are like, you know what? Fuck it, I like these guys. I, <laughs> Wears it, them down. It is kind of one of those rare situations where instead of them growing up, everyone else just kind of gets worse. gets used to them. Yeah, no, and everyone, a little bit they worse. make everyone worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that maybe, oh maybe you're turning me around to the ending maybe that's the brilliance of the ending is like the characters don't grow everyone else around them just learns to tolerate <laughs> learns to accept that they suck get used to it yeah you get used to them constantly hitting on every girl they see and being gross <laughs> yeah, yeah you know they're they're mild predators and we learn to control them and yeah 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 they they don't worry they eventually get the uh justice is served by him getting to like tell off maylene ackerman for not wanting to immediately sleep with him yeah, hell yeah, dude. You got her. Dude's rock. <laughs> After he's saying the most... Take that, you bitch. <laughs> uh, his pick... Every pickup line he uses on her yeah. is just the worst possible thing you could say. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really... I. It's not at all supposed to work. But then for some reason, 
it's been presented like she's the bad guy, which yeah. I thought was just a weird choice. I kind of thought they'd redeem her, but I they... thought so. I thought that at the end she was going to be like, actually, I do want to go on a date with you. I don't yeah. know why. I just you're so awful. Like I understand now. <laughs> actually, you know, I'm a little proud of them for not making her fall it's in true. love with him because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I expected. That is what I expected. You're right, but <laughs> it was kind of funny that then the reaction was just like, boom, gotcha. That's what you get for not wanting to date me. And then the slow mo run away. <laughs> yeah, when he runs away, I mean that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, again, when it's just them, it's always it was it's consistently funny. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Brother Solomon, like him, uh, I'm going to give them uh, um, th- uh, uh, two and a half um, surrogate children. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible rating system. I want to take it back. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I feel bad now. I don't like it at all. Um, I, I, I'm going to give them... What I'm going to do is, much like the characters in this movie, I'm immediately going to like them. <laughs> after, after tolerating them for a while, I, I've now decided I just randomly like them. The magic spell has been cast yeah. 45 minutes deep, and we're yeah. all friends. Yeah, for, we're all friends. <laughs> we're like a found family in a way. We don't know why. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, because the script says so. That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my rating is uh, I have Stockholm Syndrome with the Solomon Brothers. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Right? And yours? Hmm. Let's see. I would give this a 99% pure distillation of Brothers. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We're going by chemical purity of yeah. this brother's nest. It was um they're very close, yeah. They're oh, very yeah. close, yeah. Uh okay. Well, yeah, that, that's a good uh that's a good uh, you wanna you can cut that a little bit. <laughs> you can have like a, a, a brother tincture. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta you can, have a little alcohol in there just to make it all settle. Yeah, it's gotta set it yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> we gotta have like a, a solution for it to the oh, brothers yeah. to be suspended in. Oh of course. Yeah, yeah. Brother science right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can put like one drop in and that's bromeopathy. Uh, hey. That was good, right? That was a good joke. Virology. Bro, there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, we're we're in this episode with some really shitty jokes. Oh god. <laughs> But hey, that's not this show's not this is not a minisode about delivering perfect jokes. It's a movie about accepting films about brothers, even if they're medium comedies. Yeah. Right? You know? And so once again, we have done it. We have watched a movie. We we're we're building our pantheon of brother movies. We can enshrine this one next to the Super Mario Brothers movie and the, the Blues Brothers movie up in the rafters here in the Brother Dome where we record our episodes. Uh, and that's going to be it for this episode of Brothers on Brothers. Uh, we'll be back next time we feel like watching a movie about brothers, mm-hmm. which seems to be every couple of months. Yeah. Okay. So, no, you know, and, and t- until then, keep your eyes on the screen and your brother next to you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Although, uh, uh, I guess also I should do the end credits thing, right? Well, that'll be new. Please make this full episode next week. Check it out. Bye.